dick full of stop. jizz. Can you stop with that shit, dude? I'm recording. <laughs> okay, guys. Jesus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell Spooky Edition. Boo! Just another episode, but in spooky season. Okay, just to double check before I keep spooky edition. Dude. Before I keep on spooky edition. Hold on. Before I keep on with the intro, we're all we all have spooky topics, right? Sure. Yeah, I do. Like legitimately, okay, I do. I do too. Justice. You can make it spooky, dude. <laughs> all right. It revolves around spookies. Okay, cool. It's just not scary in and of itself. That's okay. fine. Just as long as it's thematic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. If you think it is. <laughs> if you think about it enough. In a certain light, <gasps> one could possibly say it might be spooky. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. Episode 59. One episode shy of finishing off season three and two. <laughs> We're going to yeah. do what to season wow, three? Wow, dude. Yep. To close it all off in the last two episodes for our final, not final season. For the last. Jesus. The last season ever of Three Brothers, One Brain. So we're done. It's over. We fucking hate you. You're the worst audience ever. Jesus. You guys never say anything. (laughs) It's like, there's like nothing, no comments. It's just like. We talk for hours and you guys never chime in. I'm fucking pissed. (laughs) There'll still be a spooky episode after it, and spooky season's not done quite yet after that. Dude, we're going to get so spooky with it. I'm Justice. I'm Judah. And I'm Steven. Here at Three Brothers, One Brain Cell, us three biological brothers each bring, individually bring, a topic to the table, and we all discuss it, talk about it, laugh about it, etc. And to start everything all off, we roll a die 20. Whoever rolls highest goes first, and down the ladder it goes. And since I am opening the episode, I am going to roll first, because I am Steven. I'm, I'm Justice. And I'm Judah. And I rolled a... One. One. Oh, <laughs> no wow. way, dude. I dude. rolled a one. Out of 20. All, what if we all roll ones? I'm going to roll next. Me, Judah, rolled a fucking two. No, no way. way. Jinx. What it? Uh, what if Justice rolls a three? I don't think I'm... Ooh. I might win this, actually. Nine. Oh, no. well. I win! I win! <laughs> Good job, dude. I'm so proud of you for winning. Look, I rolled it again, and it landed on a one. That's actually kind of crazy. It's like my head is going to explode. Okay, so... My head is... All right. No. My head is going to explode in your mom. <laughs> my head explode. Come! Something come on, mom! All right, so here we go, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my topic. I'm t- here. We go. I'm really excited. So today, I was. Li- I really actually did not have a lot of time this week to do because I've been like really busy at work. That's okay. And then you know I've been running around, going on a date. <gasps> Anyways, <Wow. laughs> okay. Thanks for that, dude. So uh, besides all that, I kind of uh, looked up a little something. I so I looked up ghost stuff. I was like, that would be great for in spooky stuff. And then I was like, somebody's probably gonna look up ghost things. So I replaced the word ghost with, with ghoul monster. <gasps> and the only thing that it would show me is the Loch Ness monster. 
Okay. Which I thought was interesting because when have we talked about the Loch Ness Monster? Never. Never. Right? Okay. But here's the other weird thing is that when I looked up the Loch Ness Monster, dude, there are articles posting weekly about the Loch Ness Monster. Weekly, there is something new with the Loch Ness Monster. Some new picture every single week. I just don't. There's like, it's like, and that's why I was like, well, I can't pick just one thing. Because every week there's something new with this guy or girl. I guess it's a girl. If we're thinking Nessie. it's one creature sure. who's been alive for this long and just keeps showing the fuck up. Dude, what if the Loch Ness Monster is just a whale penis? Did we ever think <laughs> about that one? How, how but it's why? in a lake. Come on, dude. dude I'm pretty sure that lake is connected to like a, the ocean. It's not a saltwater lake. Well, I, th- I thought I'm pretty sure it is. Let's not yeah. let's not randomly throw out stuff we are not 100 percent sure about. Well, I they mean, are. I've, listen, I've watched a fair share of videos about the Loch Ness monster, which is what I really wanted to talk about. Is not all these articles, not like not the fucking photos. I want to know what we think, what each individual person here thinks mm. about the Loch Ness monster. Who's who wants to start it off? Who wants to talk about the Loch Ness monster? Um. I think that it – I don't know. I think it might have existed at one point, but the fact that they're saying it's hiding in a lake – I mean, lakes are pretty expansive. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's just – why would – maybe it's an endangered species, but endangered species aren't really hidden from the public that often, you know? Yeah, nor do they, like, reproduce so infrequently to hide themselves that well yeah. to, like, never, ever show up. Ever, mm. except for, I guess, once a week when somebody gets a new fucking photo of the and Loch Ness Monster. Then, like, unless it's an ancient reptile type thing, like a turtle, you know, like, turtles live for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah, Whales true, only true. live for, like, 50 years? I'm not sure. They don't even live to 100, do they? Oh, I'm not sure. Dude, did you know that, okay, this is kind of off topic, but it's weird thing about whales. When whales die, they will explode. Did you know that? Yeah. But it's after a while. Like, they don't immediately explode because it takes a little bit. the gas in their stomach Yeah, it it builds up so much that it just makes them like a fucking meat bomb and they explode. I watched a video of it. It's actually, like, disgusting. You watched it explode? Yeah. I watched a video of a whale explode. The latest I'm seeing is 50 to 90 years old. Like, that's their lifespan. Yeah. Um, So it's... But Loch Ness Monster, that has been around for, like, longer than 100 years. So it's not one endangered creature, you know. I don't know. It just depends on how long it lives. Yeah, so, like, five days ago, strangest Loch Ness Monster sighting yet as two-foot beast with spots emerges. Uh, Let's see. Two-foot beast? Three weeks ago. Yeah, dude. Scary. I thought I just, the Loch Ness Monster was, like, a big reptilian type Dude, creature. If I'm going to be honest, my personal opinion, I don't think it's real. I don't think it's real at all. Yeah. I think it's Weekly all some updates hoax. on a creature that just so happens to never have been caught. <laughs> yeah, and it just keeps show it just keeps showing up for 1 second and then it's gone again. They need to get the dude on River Monsters to catch it. <laughs> Dude, he'll get that oh shit. Oh my god. 
God. No, no, he won't, dude. River oh. Monsters never catches anything. Dude, I think, well, I, it was one show where they had to end the show because he caught, like, literally everything in fresh water that he could. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. Who? What am I thinking of? What? No, there was another show. It was the same show as River Monsters. It yeah. wasn't River. No, what was the one that had the mermaid? Huh? That they're like, is the mermaid real? What do you guys think about mermaids? No. I think... No. no. <laughs> yeah, okay, that no. one's pretty easy, dude. I just want to throw that out there. It's just not biologically... Not that you know of. Maybe feasible. they live in the lost city of Atlantis. Mm. Do you, do you want to know what I think about the Loch Ness Monster? I would love to hear what, what you think? think about him. I think Her. with with uh, every legend comes a little bit of truth. I'm sure something okay. happened a way long time ago. Somebody saw something. Whether or not that was the mythical Loch Ness Monster or not, I don't know. Uh, but it, I definitely, tri- it definitely trickled down into, especially since that hoaxed photo was put out, with that they literally, there was behind the scenes footage, you know, the classic Loch Ness monster shadow. Yeah, that's like, a fake photo. Yeah, it was I a know. boat and everything. They just used perspective to make it look bigger, but in fact, yeah, it's just a boat right off the coast of the lake. Well, no, not even a boat or a little it wooden was a, toy. Yeah, it was a toy boat that yeah. they put. It connected some weird, like broken log to the top of it. Yeah, so and then took the picture. Yeah. Sorry, Loch Ness fan monsters, but that that one photo is not it. It kind of that kind of feels the same to me as going to that town in Virginia or West Virginia, West Virginia. with the, the with the Mothman, where they're like, "It's real, it's real, it's real," and you're just like, "Okay, all right." Okay. Leave cans of beans for him. <laughs> he likes beans. I did that, dude. I put yeah. a can of beans out by the Mothman statue. Oh, I love the town of the Mothman. It's such a fun place. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's but pretty. That doesn't make me feel like the Mothman is real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. The Mothman could totally be some form of spiritual presence or the angel of death or whatever. Oh, wow. Wow. Not not like that, but I think it could be... You think it's real, but not that it's a Mothman. I think at the very end of the day, either Mothman's a complete hoax or uh, it's a demon. And honestly, with the accounts of the first Mothman sighting with that couple in West Virginia, Point Pleasant, honestly, they were creeped out and spooked out by something. Well, they might have been tripping on drugs. Probably. But have been. It was in the 70s. But the Mothman has been reported to even be, like, spotted at Chernobyl. But, again, yeah, that could be just be lore. Yeah. That, that sounds like a stretch. It could be. Uh, but off of the Mothman topic. Me, uh, personally, if I saw a giant Mothman floating through the sky, I'd be like, hey, what the fuck's happening? Well, the real Mothman doesn't even have a head. His eyes were reportedly, like, it's, like, on his shoulders. Oh. Like it's like a it's like a, oh, a yeah. bat owl looking creature. Interesting. Like Dude. there's no head. The statue is not accurate to maybe Mothman. maybe it is just an owl, a massive owl. Yeah, a man sized owl. Sure. Okay. Okay. And it <laughs> likes red be- eyes. It likes beans. Dude, nobody ever said that's just like a meme. That was just a meme putting a can of beans. Not that yeah. it, the Mothman likes, likes beans. beans. Well, reportedly even made noises of just like, like like shrill like squeaking noises. That's Dude, maybe absurd. that's just me when I'm sleepwalking. Yeah, in the West Virginia? Virginia, that's what I do when I sleepwalk. I go and you like ascend into the heavens and fly to Chernobyl and I do, and then I put on my red glowing goggles and I stare at people and kind of just hunch your neck down so it looks and And put a trench coat. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, ah, damn it, I did it again. Fuck. Now we got to talk about the Mothman more. 
after we talk about the Loch Ness Monster. I was about to say, we were talking about the Loch Ness Monster, right? What I also wanted to bring up for the Loch Ness Monster was I totally think the possibility that it was a dinosaur sighting. I I, I think there's a total possibility that there are a few dinosaurs still out there somehow, maybe. And uh, honestly, if you wanna if you wanna explain Loch Ness monster reasonably, it probably is a dinosaur. Of yeah, sorts. especially depending on like dinosaurs' lifespans or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, dude. Interesting. But it's probably dead by now. Oh yeah, but I feel like the body would have been discovered if not. Yeah, because wouldn't abducted. they float to like the top mm-hmm. of the water, or they decompose underwater if they're like buried or tucked I, away I somewhere? I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it would like have to like cave. it would have to know that it was dying and then stash itself somewhere. Oh, we put, hold on, let me put the comparisons here. We believe in Bigfoot. Okay. Bigfoot hides himself away very well and is very Damn, dude. You're so right. Very conscious. So if we're thinking the same of mythological, not mythological, maybe we're just smart creatures. But smart creatures that don't want to be found. Know. Like dogs know when they're about to die, so exactly. they don't want their owners to see them, and they go away before they die. So there's a very yeah. good possibility that the Loch Ness monster buried itself underneath whatever cove is in a lake and Dude, just died. Are you telling me that the Loch Ness monster potentially was like a puppy, like a sweet animal that I could have loved yeah. if it had that kind of intelligence? And it tucked itself in a way in like an underwater cave because it didn't want you specifically to see God it. God damn it, dude! I wanted to. I. I want to love on a Loch Ness monster. I want to pet one. Mm. Dude, that'd be pretty badass. That would be pretty cool. I want a giant mythological creature as my best friend. If you could own a Loch Ness monster, would you? Yeah. How would you take care of it? I I wouldn't own it. I would steal land with it. I would be like, get (laughs) off my property. And they'd be like, you and what army? And I'd be like, the Loch Ness Ness monster, (laughs) bitch. He's chilling in my lake that I have on my property. Dude, the I, pond. Would, I would own the closest lake to me with that bad boy. I would sail the lakes like a badass. Yes. Hell dude, yeah. That would be kind of cool. Too bad it's probably dead. Yeah, but I could have been best friends with it if it had allowed me. But, I, dude, I just don't fucking think... That once every week, somebody's getting some brand new photo of the Loch Ness Monster. I feel like it would just be a fact that the Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster is real at this point. Like, oh, yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, another one. We I, all know he's real. I guarantee you, somebody's just happening to see ha- happening to see some sort of sea life or, or, or lake life, and they see a fin or they see a snake, yes. and they're like, oh my god, Loch Ness Monster, yeah. It's in the lake, it's in the lake, it's in the lake. Let me take a quick obscure photo so everyone thinks I saw the Loch Ness Monster. Dude, I kind of feel like there might be just a dude who has built some kind of animatronic that swims in the water that he activates every once in a while and it goes on. like Gravity Falls? Holy shit. Yeah, actually, dude, like Gravity Falls. <laughs> Old man McGucket. I'm not saying that he's in the in the suit. I'm just saying that like he's made something that will bop up every once in a while and then some tourist is like, I got the next best photo. That's I what I know, think dude. is that's I kinda think that's what's going on. Just look up Lock Ness Monster. News. That's a, that's a pretty clever idea to keep the tourist the tourist um, stuff flowing. There yep. is a latest Loch Ness monster news. Dude, it's on always. mirror.co.uk. There's always something new with that bad Let's boy. See what's 
Oh, there's a fucking blurry picture. Oh, no way. Wow. I love how all of them, oh, uh, that's obviously photoshopped a giant um, a giant shadow in the water. That's, you know. Oh, gross. Dude. That's not just a man on a rowboat over there. It's the Loch Ness that's Monster, That's the Loch Ness dude. Monster. Wait, Wait, is there any way you guys can save that photo? And yeah, send it to I was going to say, save that and send it to Steven. Most exciting photos ever taken of the Loch Ness Monster emerged. Oh, my word. Dude, what? there's a lot. Can you save the photos? There's a lot of They're them. all shitty. What the fuck is that? Not the Loch Ness Monster, that's Is for that sure. garbage? Kinda I'll looks just like... leave, I'll leave the website up and I'll just send it to you it later. It kind of looks like an AI photo is what it looks like. That Let me see a little, little bit of that. Again. Imagine being the tourist that's taking the picture and you're like super excited because you're like, holy shit, I got the Loch Ness Monster and it's just some log that's fallen <laughs> into the lake. That's essentially where that popular photo did. Yeah. I so. well, yeah, dude. But like <laughs> I but that that you're that you're that not gullible. I don't know. Maybe people are just excited, you know. They go to that lake and then they see something and they're like, This is it. This was the thing that or, I went here for. Or they're wanting to lie about it. It's like, I totally saw the Loch Ness monster. Here's my blurry, obscure photo. <sighs> hey guys, you see this photo where I was moving my, my hand while I was taking the picture and it just it had been doing like a black blurry streak in the water. I was too excited, so I kept jumping up and down rapidly, and then I took the photo. I just couldn't keep my hand still. Is it a live photo? Uh, no. And they just hold the photo down, and it's just him, like, shaking his camera. <laughs> Dude, wh- imagine the Loch Ness Monster swims right up to you, grabs your phone out of your hand, takes a selfie hands it back to you and goes, nobody will believe you. And then he swims away. That would be amazing. I would love that. Dude, that would be like one of the craziest things ever. And then everybody looks at that picture and they're like, yeah, you photoshopped that. There's no fucking way. There's no way the Loch Ness Monster would come up to you and say, no one will believe you. That's an AI generated image. You're telling me the Loch Ness Monster has hands? You're telling me a Loch Ness Monster? How? (laughs) Dude, I don't know. How does he hold a fucking phone with his flipper, dude? He's smart. Oh. You're telling, you're telling me a Loch Ness monster fried this rice? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude. Oh. That was tasty. So, like... I want to real quick... Hold on. I want to see if there's most recent thing. Yes. I... Okay, I want to see the spots. The one with the spots. I'm definitely going to save that one because that's the one I'm most curious the about. The spots? Yeah, the two-foot one with spots. What if? No way, dude. Let me see. Shut up. What? Is it convincing? No. That's the worst photo I've ever seen of any crypto. Okay. Okay. No. Like, okay. This is a real plug to the Instagram because we got to post this immediately when it goes up. If you guys are listening to this, please go to TBOBcast. On Instagram, so you can see this stupid picture. Look at this. That's what they're talking about. That's the latest where, image. Where oh, is it? It, it, it? Wait, oh. It, no, why did you go up? Wait, no, no, it's down. It's it, down. Did it, it did it on its no, own. No, you did. You scrolled up instead of going back to the picture. I did. Here, that, that's the fucking picture. Where is it? Let right, me see. In, the, in the center, dude. In the center. That's it. Are you fucking kidding me? That's it, dude. It looks like someone. Why dude, it, why are all the pictures of Nessie happening dude, like that, why do they happen to look like they're taken on a satellite image <laughs> every single time? Dude, that is like that could just be 
the camera's reading the waves in the water wrong. It's Dude, that bad. That could be a lot. That's just three dots. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. In the center of the camera, your camera's fucked up. Dude, Dude it's an alien spaceship. No, but like... Why are, why are literally all of the pictures so low quality? It's like, oh, wow, this evidence is not convincing enough. We need to lower the quality so it leaves the mind to imagination. Yeah. Like, aren't we past, like, having super fucking low quality images? You One would think, uh, everyone but... Would, everyone wants to use their disposable cameras because it's fun. <laughs> so fun. Guys, I took a Polaroid of the fucking Loch Ness Monster. Polaroid would take a better fucking picture than that. Yeah, well, guys, that's that's about it for my segment. Dude, uh, that goes right into my topic. Okay. No way. Which is the ad read. Hey there, spooky gals and gals. This is the ad break. And here I'm going to discuss with you the wonders of our world. If you'd like to see more behind-the-scenes photos or know more about us, you can follow us on our Instagram, TBOBcast. Also, depending on the platform you're listening on, we are on a good bit of platforms. We're on Spotify, RSS.com, Amazon Music, and Apple Music. And if you'd like to be sponsored in this ad segment right here you can contact us at tbobpodcast3 at gmail.com and now back to your regularly scheduled program wowee was that a little pot little segment of ad read right there that didn't have any ads in it but i mean if you want to put an ad there you you can Right, guys? Right. <laughs> um, anyways, it's my topic now, dude. And I was like, oh, it is spooky season. Dude, guys, he it's said spooky it. spooky season. Yay. It's gonna, every episode for October, you know I sure as hell am going to be saying it's spooky uh, spooky season. You know? I hope you do, dude. Spooky season. Um, I was like gonna do another topic but then i found this and i was like yes i like this better so that other topic can wait and i found this on history.com because i like to go with some little facts but these happen to be nine halloween tales and traditions um uh it's about halloween folk halloween's focus on horror and make-believe has spawned creepy legends ghost stories and hoaxes and it's going to be talking about the reality of this, like how these hoaxes and legends of Halloween started. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Just starting off the gate is a fear of vampires spawned by consumption. During the 19th century, the spread of tuberculosis or consumption claimed the lives of entire families in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, and other parts of New England. Before physicians were able to explain how infectious diseases were spread, hopeless villagers believed that some of those who perished from consumption preyed upon their living family members. This spurred a grim practice of digging up the dead and burning their internal organs. Um. What the fuck? <sighs> what? Yeah. I mean, I can go into more depth because there's there's more to that one, but um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory that I guess they thought people would become vampires if they didn't burn their inter- internal organs or something. So it's like almost like 
the idea of zombies in a way. Yeah, hold up one second. Let me let me look more into it. Dude, who invented the idea of zombies? God? I don't know. <laughs> zombies has been a very The Bible? They blamed vampires for tuberculosis deaths. I don't Dude, that's get weird. that. Do you guys think that vampires are real? No. No. I mean, people can be vampiric, but it doesn't yeah, make them vampiric. vampires. Vampiric, yeah. No, that's living off of feeding off of people's blood is not sustainable and, in fact, can lead to shorter life expectancy because you are literally consuming blood that's not your type. Yeah. Well, if you're a vampire, yeah, but that is good for you. Dude, people's blood can contain so many diseases you don't know about and you're consuming it. Yeah. Yeah, well, there, I, yeah, okay, so there's like no. There's no uh, disease that would require you to consume just any kind of blood yeah. to survive. Like, there's no disease that would do that. No. There's no logical explanation <clears throat> for that. Moving on to number two. Ooh. Why witches fly on brooms. Oh. The evil-skinned witch flying on her magic broomstick may be a Halloween icon and a well-worn stereotype. But the actual history behind how witches came to be associated with such an everyday household object is anything but dull. The earliest known image of witches on brooms dates to 1451, when two illustrations appeared in the French poet Martin Lefranc's manuscript Le Champion des Dames, The Defender of Ladies. Of des Dames? I don't know. The Des Defender Dames. of Ladies. The association between witches and brooms, oh, may have roots in a pagan fertility ritual in which rural farmers Uh-oh. would leap and dance astride poles, pitchforks, or brooms in the light of the full moon to encourage the growth of their crops. Uh, oh, I thought it was going to link to, like, yeah, dude, cleaning. I, yeah. Oh, no, I just thought oh. it was going to be some kind of weird, like, oh. yeah, I did too. sexual thing. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well... They did say fertility ritual, so they were kind of shooting themselves in the foot with that. <laughs> yeah. Fertility for the fucking crops. Yeah, for the crops. <laughs> crop they fertility. Should... Yeah, there you yeah. go. Crop fertility. It's like the SpongeBob thing. Let me <clears throat> be hit by a flying ice cream truck. And then live! <laughs> uh, this broomstick dance became confused with common accounts of witches flying through the night on their way to orgies and what? other illicit meetings. What? No there, way. There it is. There we go. I was right. <laughs> Dang. It's sex. Oh, okay. Why haunted houses open during the Great Depression? In the period leading up to the Great Depression... Wait, I didn't ha- know they did. I guess they did. In the period leading up to the Great Depression, Halloween had become a time when young men could blow off steam and caused mischief. Sometimes <laughs> they went too far. In 1933, parents were outraged when hundreds of teenage boys flipped over cars, sawed off telephone poles, and engaged in other acts of vandalism across the country. God damn, dude. Yeah, that's Halloween pretty rough. was kind of crazy back in the Depression, huh? <laughs> People began to refer to that year's holiday as Black Halloween, similarly to the way they referred to the stock market crash for four years earlier as Black Tuesday. I wonder if that's where they got the inspiration for um, The Purge. Rather than banning the holiday as some demanded, many communities began organizing Halloween activities and haunted houses to keep restless would-be pranksters occupied. Oh, Oh. very smart. 
Number 15. Four. Jack-o'-lanterns and the legend of Stingy Jack. An Irish myth about a man named, nicknamed Stingy Jack is believed to have led to the tradition of carving scary faces into gourds. Gourds? Yeah. According, oh. According to the legend, Jack tricks the devil into paying for his drink and then traps him in the form of a coin. The devil eventually takes revenge, and Stingy Jack ends up roaming Earth for eternity without a place in heaven or hell. Jack does, however, have a lighted coal, which he places inside a carved turnip, creating the original jack-o'-lantern. A turnip? I guess so. Dude, I gotta carve a turnip. I don't know why he has a lighted coal, but he does that, dude. Number five. Abraham Lincoln's ghost in the White House. For years, presidents, first ladies, guests, and members of the White House staff have claimed to have seen either Abraham Lincoln or felt his presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just felt like a cold shot on their back. Damn, Abraham. Abraham Lincoln. Grace Coolidge. the draft. <laughs> Grace Coolidge, wife of Calvin Coolidge, the 30th president, was the first person to report have, having seen the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. She said he stood in a window of the Oval Office Hands clasped behind his back, gazing out over the Potomac, perhaps <laughs> still seeing the bloody battlefields beyond. Dude, one of the first ladies said that they saw Abraham Lincoln jacking, jacking mm. it over, over the side of the balcony. One yeah. Day. I saw Abraham Lincoln's ghost. He was touching himself. He was fucking jerking it off out there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This one says, <laughs> Holy shit. Spirit photography claims to capture ghosts on film. And I don't know about you, but this looks uh, drawn with chalk. That looks uh, just what the hell? Yeah, that does That'll look be drawn. On the, that does. It looks drawn. Yeah. Do you know what? There's a there's a, a method you can do where you uh, possibly hear me out. Uh, people do this all the time, where you take a picture, have another photo. And then you take another image and rub it and stencil it and just yeah, press it. Burn it, it. Yeah. yeah. In the post-Civil War era, when many Americans were reeling from loss, a photographer named William Mumler came to capture ghosts on film. While taking self-portraits uh. for practice, one of Mumler's prints came back with an unexplainable aberration. Although he was quite alone in this room when the shot was taken, there appeared to be a figure at his side, a girl who was made of light. Mumler showed this photo to a spiritualist friend who told him the girl in the image was almost certainly a ghost. Mumler then began a swift business in so-called spirit photography. Ah. That's interesting. Business. Ah, there we go. Yeah. I don't really care about helping you see your loved ones. I just want your money. Yeah. Instead of investigating for the pure investigating, I'm going to have people pay me to take photos of ghosts. How much would you like to see this ghost? A hundred dollars worth? <laughs> Dude, that's a damn lot of money. Back oh, then. yeah. That's, yeah. Maybe like, maybe like five bucks. Still like a bit of money. Um, five cents. Number six or seven Hell or yeah. whatever. Irving writes The Legend of Sleepy Hollow after fleeing Ooh. yellow fever. <gasps> Uh, Washington Irving's 1820 tale of a headless horseman who terrorizes the real-life village of Sleepy Hollow is considered one of America's first ghost stories and one of its scariest. Irving may have drawn inspiration for his story while a teenager in Tarrytown, New York. 
He moved to the area in 1798 to flee a yellow fever outbreak in New York City. Irving's story takes place in the New York village of Sleepy Hollow. A lanky newcomer and schoolmaster, Ichabod Crane, is chased by a headless horseman. In the tale, Irving weaves together actual locations and family names and a little bit of Revolutionary War history with pure imagination and fantasy. Dude, very cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. I also didn't know that. This one is not the last one, so it's eight. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Horror movies inspired by real stories. Um, on November 13th, 1974, a 23-year-old Ronald Butch DeFau Jr. murdered his entire family in their sleep. Whoa. One year later, the Lutz family purchased the house in Amityville, New York, where the horror took place. George and Kathy Lutz then claimed they experienced shocking paranormal phenomena in the house. Green slime oozing from the walls, a creature with red eyes and multiple family members levitating in their beds. The claims appeared in Jay Anson's 1977 book, The Amityville Horror, which inspired the 1979 movie of the same title, which inspired many, many more movies. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I also haven't seen that. Now I have a SpongeBob reference, like keyed for me where Squidward's talking about the hashling slasher. Yeah. He's like, and there was green slime oozing from the oh. wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. And he like backtracked. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're they're referencing end of the horror. What the hell? <laughs> Dude. That's crazy. The last <laughs> one. Why Mary Shelley carried her dead husband's heart. Ew. Okay. I guess I Oh wait, what was her name? <clears throat> Mary Shelley. Mary, what the fuck? Frankenstein author Mary Shelley is world-renowned for her terrifying fiction, but few know that she had a dark secret of her own. Shelley's husband, Pierce, drowned at the young age of 29 when his boat was caught in a storm in July 1822. Percy's body and those of his fellow sailors were found 10 days later. Percy, Shelley, and the others were cremated. Oh, Percy Shelley. Mary Shelley. Okay, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Percy Shelley and the others were cremated, but Shelley's heart did not burn, perhaps due to a bout of tuberculosis earlier in his life. What does that so mean? Tuberculosis can keep your heart from burning. I look. I'm gonna look that up after. What does it like petrify your heart in a way? I don't know. Is that Mary the, Mary Shelley fuck? eventually took ownership of her late husband's heart and is is said to have carried it around in a silk bag. Hold Dude, on. how fucking creepy would that be if you cremated a body and their heart was sitting there at the end of it all? Just, like, that would freak me the fuck out, dude. That'd be very, that'd be very disconcerting. Yeah. I looked up, does, tuber- does tuberculosis keep a heart from burning? The government has now pinged you, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> How could it have survived the heat of the fire? Some argue that his heart had calcified due to earlier tuberculosis. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. New York a New York Times article theorized that it might in fact have been his liver. Shelley's liver was saturated with seawater and was on the account more normally incombustible. Oh. It was saturated with seawater? I guess so. Because the liver <sighs> That makes sense. What? Apparently... So it's either his liver or his heart. Or I, I'm seeing lots of things. Now it's saying she kept it for the rest of her life in her desk drawer wrapped in some of Percy's poetry. Okay, all right. All right. So this just sounds like a bunch of horse shit now. So it's not real is what you're I, telling yeah, me. Yeah, it all just right. sounds like people are like, 
oh, maybe she just kept his body part. That's why she writes about Frankenstein. Like, I don't know. Dude, I, actually, I heard that it was his left testicle that didn't burn, and she I kept actually, it in a, in a, in a, just a Ziploc bag. I actually heard that it was a benign cyst on the, <laughs> like, beside his anus. <laughs> Whoa. combust. Dude, crazy. Dude, calcification of stuff. Dude, that was kind of interesting. Fun little facts yeah, there. Very interesting. A lot of little folklore there. Yeah. Some some spooky things. Some, spooky, some might say Ooh. spooky season things. Dude, I, I appreciate the insight on all these like yeah. uh, topical stories. Hello, everybody. It is Steven here to bring you my topic of true scary stories. Oh, I went. Uh, for spooky season, I did a little browsing around for some true scary stories on Reddit. Oh. And uh, I'm going to read off a few scary stories to you guys. Allegedly true. No, I can't source them, so we're going to take these people for their words Fuck yeah. All right. on Reddit. So take these with a grain of salt. Hope it's not going to turn out to be like that one guy who was like, Oh my fucking God. My friend was shooting darts in their house. When a beast ran in. When a, when a dude, a dude ran in. It's like cracked out on drugs. A rabid I, man. And I so happened to be there. And then I also went and did this. Next story. I did this too, guys. Yeah. I've experienced this. All these things. All these things. Anyway. So, on the subreddit of what's the scariest true story you've heard or told. Uh, Oscar Devine says, I've told this story before. I'm an eye doctor, and I had a patient come to me with an infected eyelid two other eye doctors tried to treat and failed. They were dumping all sorts of medicine into it, and it wasn't getting any better. At this point, it was swollen and painful for weeks with no improvement despite being on tons of meds. Apparently, neither of them thought to flip the lid upside down. You know, that gross trick some kids do with their upper eyelids. It was a painful maneuver for her, for her very swollen eyelid, which might explain it. Anyhow, there appeared to be what looked like a visible abscess inside the Ugh. tissue with thick, gooey material. Oh, my God. I thought I'd give it a nudge and saw it move. This wasn't an abscess. It was something else. No, dude. Oh, my God. I managed to remove it quite easily in one whole piece. It was a fly larva. Oh. The patient told oh. me that she had a bug hit her in the eye a few days before she got this, quote, quote, infection. I removed the larva and within two. Flying. Dude. I removed the larva, and within two days, the wound closed, and she was 100% recovered on basic antibiotic eye drops. Dude. Yes, I do have the photos from this case for those interested. <sighs> did they, did, oh say, did they link it? No. Dude, that uh, makes me want to, like, throw up. Dude, botfly larva? I've never heard of one being under an <sighs> eyelid or in an eye. Botfly? Yeah, have that? you ever seen those, like, mom used to watch them, like, those, yeah. like, Larva being pulled out of people's skin and stuff. Yeah. Somebody had it like the ball, a bald dude had it in his oh my god. forehead. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! Those? They're, oh, like, they're like literally like six inches long. No, dude, I can't. Up. Oh my god! Oh, dude, it's nasty shit. That makes me feel awful. Dude, I don't under. imagine one being pulled out of my skin, let alone under my eye. Under, dude, <sighs> under. Shit. You have to flip it up because nope. there is a larva. Mm. No, mm. no, no, no. Let me go to the next subreddit. I think this is the only good story I've had of that one. Uh, so this is r slash ask Reddit. What is your scariest true story? Parentheses. Serious. Uh, this is from Mingi on this subreddit. 
Nothing paranormal, but very scary at the time. My oldest brother, now deceased, was almost a human-killing machine. Oh, wow. He could spot game other people couldn't see. One day I was out hunting with him, and he used my shoulder as a rest and killed a crow I couldn't even see until it exploded. I do not condone... And they put in parentheses, I do not condone killing crows. He rarely missed. One day we were out fox hunting in the winter. Fox are very smart animals, and in the winter you sometimes come across them sleeping on top of hills, probably because the sunshine keeps them warm. We are walking along, and bro says, stop down, in a, oh, stoop down, sorry, stoop down in a whisper. About 300 yards away is a fox all curled up on the top of a hill. So he lies down and prepares to make a shot. Just after he flipped the safety off, a second before he pulling the trigger, the fox basically does a 180 on the snow, still as a ball. It turned out the fox was a hat. Some asshole wearing a fox hat decided to drive a snowmobile on somebody else's property, and my brother would have taken his head off if he hadn't moved. Oh, oh. my God. Dude, could you Holy imagine shit. if he had shot somebody? Dude, he would have shot them in the head. What an idiot for wearing a fox, fox hat. hat. Well, he was trespassing, too. Yeah, Dude, even double that- idiocy. What the fuck was he thinking? Dude, I would have almost had a panic attack if I realized I was about to, one, I'm not going to shoot a fox. But if I was yeah, out yeah. fox hunting, allegedly. Or just hunting and somebody was wearing a fucking. Yeah. It's like almost like wearing a deer helmet like yeah. with antlers on. That's so stupid. No, they sound like a bunch of country bumpkins, dude. Yeah, I definitely would have, like, gone into shock or something, realizing I almost <laughs> killed somebody. This person commented, am I the only one who read it as human-killing machine instead of human-killing machine? I was prepared to read a story about your brother's murderous rampage. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. The first, When you read it, I was like, wait, what the hell? What do you mean he's a human-killing machine? That's what I thought, too. Ooh, okay. So, um, Buzz Light Beer 27 posted. Nice. I posted this last night in a similar Ask Reddit thread. A few years ago, I was home alone at night, uh, at night time. At night time. At night? Okay. A few years ago, I was home alone at night time. I was watching TV in the living room when I heard the doorbell ring. Oh. Whenever I hear the doorbell ring, especially when I'm home alone, I am cautious to answer it. I walk up to the peephole without turning on the porch light so they don't know if anyone's actually home or not and look through. It's really dark, but I can see a small figure, more like Black Bob, Bob Black Blob. I don't know, it's definite It's definite shape and had to be around three to four feet, doing like a dancing motion. Dipping down and oscillating its arms, quote, quote, outward. Think of a person moving their arms like wings gracefully. It was dark outside, but this figure was more opaque, opaque so I could see this going on. After a few seconds, I stopped looking through the peephole because it was too freaky to look at. I regained some courage and looked back through, and whatever it was, was gone. Ooh. To this day, I still don't know what it was, and I get freaked out thinking Ooh, about it. Oh, that's fucking That's actually weird. terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Dude, okay. Things, things knocking on the door have always made me panic. Yeah. I had a dream about, mm-hmm. you know that, that um that ventrilo- ventriloquist doll from yeah. Goosebumps, like the older version. Yeah. I was terrified of him when I was younger. Oh, but yeah. I, I I don't think I it's kinda unlocking a memory of a dream that I had in the old house that we used to live in. The Commerce house, the blue one. You know how in that house we used to have like a drape over the door? Like yeah. it was like that plaid colored thing in front of the door. Wait, what? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there was a there was a window on the, the front door in the commerce house. Um 
and it was sure. like that plaid. It kind of like kind of just covers one portion of the door. But I remember, okay. I remember like in the dream, I saw a, the shadow like of a figure at the uh. door, like duh, 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 like knocking on the door, Mm-mm. and like I was like freaked out in the dream, like it was. Ugh. So ever since then, like knocking on the doors or ringing doorbells, like even if it's I know who's at the door, like it freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. I agree. Ringing doorbells are always kind of disconcerting. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would rather hear a knock than hear the doorbell ring. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear either, dude. Just text me. Yeah, <laughs> call yeah. me or text oh, true, me that true. you're here. Cause, cause a ringing or knocking at the doorbell is usually unexpected, you know? Hey, you're not on. usually expecting company. You know what? Here is a way to make your knock not scary. Knock with a pattern. Yeah. That's it. Just knock with a fun little yeah, little, don't go. fun little beat. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, I don't do go. a steady knock 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 cuz that's weird and seems unhuman. If you knock with a pattern, it's lighthearted and yeah. nobody's going to get spooked. That's what I I normally do. I'll go like because we just used to do that when this we were is, oh, children. Yeah. I've developed my own, and it's like something like that, or it's just, or like I, oh, as yeah. long something as I can petty. just tap like yeah. rapidly. Sorry for those at home that we probably startled if you're <laughs> home alone. Yeah. You know. I, I knock like this. <laughs> no, okay. okay Guys, I'm going to be honest. I feel, I feel a little on edge about that last story. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a Dude. tiny person, yeah. or creature, or spirit, like just no, ringing the tiny, doorbell. Dude, not tiny. Three to four feet. Yeah, it's oh. tiny. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. And they're just doing like they're just like a little angelic, fluidly dancing. moving their arms like this after they ring your fucking doorbell. That's creepy. Yeesh. All right, next one. All right. Anyway, uh oh, hold on. Let me blow the, out the comments. So this person, Hobsit. <laughs> Hobbs Instead it. of Hobbit, Hobbit. All righty. This is the late 80s slash early 90s. I was around six or seven years old. I'm at home with my sister who was 14, 15 at the time. Uh, we grew up in a small Texas town. Everyone knows everybody. We were home alone this particular night. My folks let my sister babysit me frequently. We always get along, oh, got along due to our age gap. Anyway, it was about 8 p.m. in the winter. Desserts get pr- deserts get get pretty damn cold, so it was dark, and we were in the common room since that is where the TV was. Watching 60 minutes or 48 hours or hard copy or some shit, those one-hour news pieces on CBS that chronicle large crimes and the depth, trafficking, murders, etc. This was this one was a typical story. Guy next door that was quiet went on a rampage in his next door neighbor's house, mutilating them and kidnapping their young daughter. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's typical, fucked. right? <laughs> yeah, typical. Well, the thing about our house common room is the door... Oh, God, dude. Mm, okay. Well, the thing about our house common room is the door leading to the backyard was a large glass door on a wall uh, wall oh. to floor... On a wall of floor-to-ceiling windows. Nothing but blackness beyond it unless you have the back light on, and we did not. The front door is on the other side of the room with a small entryway. This is a solid door, so you cannot see what is beyond it with a glass storm door on the outside of it. About 45 minutes into the show, they are talking about the ongoing manhunt for this crazy guy and bam, bam, bam. Front door bangs like crazy. Oh, my God. Dude, fuck this. I would freak out. Yeah, okay, well, here we go. I would scream, dude. Dude, actually, we jump the fuck up and scream like banshees. (laughs) Dead silence now. The only light, dude, oh, my God. The only lights on in the house are the kitchen down the hall from the common room we were in and the light from the TV. 
We start thinking something on the porch, we had some planters in the rocking chair out there, had simply blown against the door. This was West Texas. Crazy strong winds out that way. Well, a minute or two of silence and us holding each other uh, post-adrenaline overdose passes. Just when we are about to declare everything is safe, we hear the storm door on the outside of our front door close. Oh. Fuck. Someone had to have opened that door to be able to bang on the front door like that. We were both frozen in the middle of the room on the floor where we had been watching TV. My sister crawls out over to the TV and turns it off. It was an old TV, so you had to turn that metal dial to switch it off, which it does with a mildly loud funk. Now it is just us in a room dimly lit by the kitchen light down the hall. I do not remember how much time passed with my fro- with uh, my frozen with me, he misspelled, with me frozen and my sister still crouched by the now off TV. But we kept making eye contact, then looking at the front door. I remember this part vividly. I'm on my knees, sitting on my feet, and I turn around to look at the back wall of windows and glass door. Mm-hmm. We hear and I see the back door knob turn. It was locked on the knob, but not dead Oh, but not oh, deadbolted. God. It rattles slightly as if someone is gently trying the handle. Neither of us make a sound, but just held our breads. Then, bam, 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 loud as the hell, someone's trying to force the door open, just jerking it back and forth. The whole wall of windows is vibrating violently. I can see with each jerk of the door how my slight reflection gets fuzzy, then clear, then fuzzy. Oh. My sister flips her shit and screams bloody murder. I'm still frozen on the floor. She gets up and basically drags me into her bedroom, slams the door, throws her mattress and anything she can in front of her door. Thankfully, she had remembered the phone, one of those ungodly heavy beige plastic long metal antenna portable phones. We still had to direct dial the sheriff there and in her panic didn't remember the number. She just hit redial on the phone. It was one of her friends and she tells them in broken gasps that someone's trying to get into her house and needs to get there right fucking now. The profanity sticks out here more than anything else. Who knows? Young brain. I'm curled up on the floor and cannot stop shaking. We don't hear anything else until we see the headlights of my sister's friends and her parents driving up to the house. We never did find out who's at the door or why. There were no signs of anything happening but a couple of scuff marks on the bottom of the back door that we could not remember if they were there beforehand or not. Oh, shit, dude. Nothing like that has happened to me or her ever since, but for damn sure, we never forgot to lock a door after that. Wow, dude, dude, that would screw incredibly that. lucky, dude. Oh my god, dude, that was a mouthful. I didn't realize how long yeah. that story was gonna be. Yeah, that's wow. so terrifying, dude. I, I, I don't know what I would do in that kind of situation. I mean, obviously, I would grab some kind of weapon. I think. Well, but it like, sucks because uh, back back in the eighties and early nineties, you really didn't have like the convenience of like home, even home phones. Yeah, really. dude. Yeah. I mean, you did, they're but... lucky that they had a phone like that. that well, they're was lucky portable. that their doors were locked. Seriously, yeah. Well, kind of locked. Like, well, the I mean, handle was dude, locked. It wasn't bolted. Even, like, in, like, before, like, 9-11 and stuff, or before, like, people were very skeptical about other people, the, a lot of people just left their doors open at night, dude. True. Yeah, that's, that, that's stupid shit. All right, so that is all I had for uh, scary stories so far off of Reddit. I'm yeah. sure hey, I will find more. After I gotta that. say, dude, you brought the spooky to spooky yeah. season. Mine wasn't yeah. even that really spooky. <laughs> that was fucking but... awesome. Yeah. Yay! All right. Spooky. Well, how hey. I feel unnerved. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Three Brothers One Brain Cell. Uh, welcome to Spooky Season. Ooh, if you liked what you heard, season. you heard the ad read. You know where to find us. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye.